You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any intellectual needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. <laughs> Their worst year is nine and three. That is the worst possible team they can produce is nine and three. <laughs> if everything goes wrong, Bama wins nine games and there's eight blowouts. <laughs> I, I promise. Mean, if everything goes wrong, right? <laughs> same is same can be said for Clemson at this point, though. But we literally go Bama's just like so much fucking better than everybody. But like, yes, yeah, because Bama unrealistic. doesn't ha- Bama doesn't even have a quarterback that does anything at the next level, and it took the generational talent of the ACC and Clemson's history to get Clemson to that point. You can't even name the quarterbacks who win Alabama titles. Besides the three that are in the NFL right now, they've still proven nothing, and they still win the title. It's because they're literally stacked at every other position. AJ McCarron's still in the league. Yeah, and he's a bona fide backup. Okay, (laughs) but like same time. You're in the league. You've produced a legitimate quarterback that can play in the league. Has played in the league for many years. Yeah, and like, he hasn't I been just, on the field. Dude, I just not. I'm not here for the th- the idea that, like Bama's got five stars, so they're going to be great. Like that's just not. That's not how it realistically works. And I understand that's how we've been trained because of the past years on years on years. But like that shit stops eventually. And like, bro, Bryce <laughs> no, Young, <I> don't. <laughs> Bryce Young ain't that. Like, I Bryce Young may be great, but we also like you have seen zero part of Bryce Young playing. I don't I care who plays quarterback Young. for Alabama. Their quarterback is my least of my concerns. I know Bama's going to have the biggest offensive line in the SEC. Or not the biggest, but they're going to have the best. South Carolina, Georgia may have bigger bodies. They're going to have I the mean, best defensive line. They're going to have the best defense in the false, SEC. False already. <laughs> I mean, dude. Dude, Georgia has a better defense than them. Georgia has probably one of the best defenses. Because they play in the East? No, because <laughs> we have literally seniors stacked across the board. We have, one, so, we have a D tackle who literally has been called... The like a generational defensive tackle. Then why is he playing in college? Why is he not on Sundays if he's a senior? Same. Because these Bama players don't make it to senior year because they're in the league. But Zach, why did y'all have four often defensive linemen who all should have been in the league but came back for senior years? Because you have a coach who can get them to do that. Like that's just real. And there's only one player out of the four and of those that all, has done anything in the league. And all four of them, I guarantee you, they sat there and they said, "We can go back and win a natty." Yeah, and it's even more... And you more, know what Jordan Davis said to himself? I can go back and win a natty possibly. Yeah, because they're it's like, so. we're so good that we're not relying on our quarterback. We literally won a title with Trevor Lawrence because of our defense. He's not... Like, they've questioned him all preseason. Is, his, is he even that good? Thank God he had a good week four, two quarters, because all I've heard is Zach Wilson and Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence is not as good as advertised. The gap's not as big. And this all just proves the point, dude. Like, that Alabama team is not Bryce Young. I don't give it. Let Bryce Young get hurt on the first play. Put the backup in. They're still going to win. <laughs> 11 or 10 games. <laughs> it's it's That school is absurd. There is one thing that made Clemson what it is, and it is the pursuit to be Alabama. <laughs> that is what we try to do. You are right, bro, but like this... <laughs> We have to stop. Like, who's their running back? Name me their Does it matter? Back. It does not matter. They have three running backs that are better than Clemson's best running back. But, like, Clemson's not known for having great running backs. Like, the only, like... They we, just had a first-round like, pick bro, in the draft. <laughs> bro, like, Bama has no proven talent outside of John Mechie, 
who is legitimately going to prove to be one of the best receivers in the nation, but like outside of them, you don't know these I mean, people. But it's the same. You can apply that to every college. It's turnover every single year. But um, uh, but it's the same thing with every single year. Like we don't know. DJ Uyungle is literally top five Heisman candidate. Dude played one game. And I'm pretty sure we like barely won. <laughs> like it's and same thing with all these other players. Like Sam, is it Sam Howell in North Sam Carolina? Howell. Spencer Radler is leading the Heisman candidacy, and I think that's that's legitimate. Spencer Radler because it's the OU formula. It's you know, literally gonna, their offense. They look at it's statistics. That. Like of course he is. He's gonna because th- they don't take him out, and he plays through the third quarter, and he's gonna have fifty six to seven against eight of the teams in the Big Ten or Big Twelve, whatever it is. Does Big Twelve exist still? Catch me up on the conferences. Is everything still exists? We started the pod. That's fine. Start the pod because I'm pissed I about mean, George Clemson we, and we, Bama. We got him. This isn't an accidental start of the pod. Episode 90. Welcome into the Very Movie Sports Show. We're about five minutes in before we enter. Zach and I have been arguing. Basically, the argument started about the idea that who deserve who needs the win between Georgia or Clemson more. Zach says that it's Georgia, and I think that's fair. But at the same time, I think either team needs this win because in reality you just can't fuck up after and like Clemson probably has an easier path but at the same time do you are you guaranteeing that y'all are going to go through your season undefeated ACC run undefeated guaranteeing already I mean what have you done for me lately Daniel is there any team in the ACC that even makes me think of I, I look could at the, play Notre Dame again. Dude, I, Notre Dame doesn't even scare me. The only time Notre Dame plays as close is when we have a backup quarterback in. Like, And my thing with the ACC, like, you can release the schedule. I literally I, I buy tickets for the season. My brother's getting married on the weekend of the Florida State game. I'm missing the only game worth going to, and that's Florida State. And guess what? That game we're still going to win by three touchdowns. Say, Florida State ain't very good. I think the ACC should, is horrible, and I that's think the you whole premise. Go back and look through. I think there's some games that could be a little testers I mean, here yeah, and there, and obviously. obviously, like, like we've been saying with Bama, I've said it. We have to, y'all have to retool. Y'all, y'all don't exactly like have the entire roster that you had last year. Your defense is probably going to need to substitute some people, and you know. But at the same time, you got Brian. You got Brian Breesy coming back. Breesy's freak. That dude's a freak. Like mm-hmm. he's going to be a top. Uh, oh, he's top massive. lineman. He's huge. He's a top lineman. You got Justin in the Ross. Country. Justin Ross coming back for didn't offense. have him last year. He's just huge. But at the same time, I'm quite like running back wise. I don't know one running back y'all have. Oh, uh, you still got Lin J Dixon, which he's been really. Play- Lin- yeah, he's going to be. St- really? He's he the starter. He's going to be the cow. starter, dude. You got. He's been there forever. I, I mean, yeah, because he. He's been getting minutes since he was a freshman, 15 games a year, playoffs. I mean, that's what happens with these guys. Like, that's the same thing you can apply to Bama. Like, I know I'm a Clemson fan. I have a skewed view of the world. Everything's too easy in college football. We expect to be in the playoff. We're there every year. But Bama, like, it does not matter. (laughs) If that guy made it to the point where Nick Saban has him on the ball field, he is better than 95% of any player on any other team in the country. Like, I, like, Georgia, like, there is a, there's a top 10 teams in the country. Top 25 is too big of a ranking. Just number there. 25 cannot hang with number one. Hate to tell you. So, if you do this and you have your top 10 teams, Georgia's in there somewhere. Texas is not in the top 10 teams. Southern Cal's not in this top 10 anymore. The top 10's literally most of the SEC and, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. <laughs> and Ohio, Ohio State. State and there. I mean, you put Oklahoma in there, but they never do anything in the playoffs. So it's, I, I, forgive me for the blind confidence, but 
until Nick Saban and anything related to Nick Saban is off the premises, I am gonna I'm gonna stick with it until proven otherwise. I I just think that if Georgia loses Week One to Clemson, it is a bitch to think about having to go undefeated and still having to face Alabama in that title versus Clemson losing week one we're literally like oh crap we're gonna go undefeated the rest of this year if it's a close game if Georgia if Georgia embarrasses you that's one thing I mean we wouldn't even say that because Georgia embarrasses you it's the first game of the season like whatever happens for either team this is easily forgotten by the playoff I get that at the same time Kirby Smart Georgia Dabo Sweeney Clemson, you're both top five teams. No excuses. Week one, you're you, you can't say, oh, we weren't ready week one. What do you mean? What do you mean? You've been same. undefeated for years now. You show up and br- you knew since last year that we were going to meet at a neutral site and this was going to be a huge game. You better be ready. I don't care who you are, DJ. You better be ready. Uh, who's your quarterback? JT, I'm so- forgive me, JT Daniels. <laughs> it's been it's been quite as a revolving door a little bit of Georgia. JT Daniels. He he's all year, right? Yep, he should be. He's all year. year. He's the <laughs> okay. plan. Okay. <laughs> he, he the thing is came in last year out of transfer from USC after tearing ACL, and he just was not fully healthy until you got to like Florida game, and like they were still questioning full health at Florida game time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know. Last four games of the season, regular season, and the Peach Bowl, he, uh, you know, 10, 10 touchdowns, two interceptions, had about uh, nine, about 1,000 yards in those five games. So JT Daniels definitely is going to be what George has been looking for at quarterback as far as just an ability to put a ball downfield that's farther than 40 yards. Because, like, when we're talking quarterback measurements for throws, you're typically talking 10 and less, 10, uh, you know, 11 to, like, 20 and then, you know, 30-plus or something of that nature. Like, you're typically, once you're talking about downfield shot, you're looking 30 yards plus more than that. And JT Daniels is the first quarterback in a long time, I can remember, that has the ability just to, like, pop that ball right down. Even with Jake Fromm back in the day, mm-hmm. like, when we were when we had that run with the, the second year at Kirby, even Jake Fromm, like, he still couldn't really get the ball downfield all that well. How big is um, uh, JT Daniels? You got JT Daniels, tall guy. He's not got, undersized. No, not undersized. Big dude, very I, very IQ driven. They a lot of people talk about him being like an NFL ready guy already, as far as like mental and uh, his his work ethic, as far as like going in and watching film and stuff. So JT definitely carries himself a lot more. And like JT Daniels came into college at USC, you know, prospects of being like a big time draft pick eventually. So. Still um, hopes. So, do you know if are y'all missing anybody? Do you have any oh injuries wise? Yeah, uh, I mean, suspensions. Uh, no, nah, so right now we do have a couple COVID. injuries. Tyke Smith is out with an injury. He's a he's our star corner that was coming in from West Virginia. But at the same time, I'm not too stressed about that. I really think like corner wise, man, like I don't know who y'all have outside of Justin Ross. Uh, y'all got an Ngate. And, and got, and got a, the, yeah, and got a, so mm-hmm. yeah, like y'all got y'all got receivers, but at the same time, like I've still I have trust in the receiver, uh, to, like you know, secondary to somewhat hold up. But at the same time, like you're gonna give up big plays. Like this is a game where both teams are gonna take shots. Like both defenses are gonna have to sit there and just sort of run with what's happening and make the plays when they are able to. Because like these are great offenses. I think I think there are two really great offenses gonna be on the field. So, uh, but yeah, Darnell Washington out, tight end, but that's, I mean, we have other players. Same premise as y'all, you know. It doesn't matter who's out. Like you said, Zach, 
step up, boys. It's time to play the fucking game. Exactly. And I mean, excuse my language. You got Clemson three point uh, favorites right now. Uh, over under fifty one. So there's, bro, this is an offensive game, bro. You better bet the over, up. boys. Bet the over. Bet the over high. So I struggle with this, Dan. I listen to a lot of podcasts on TV. Sports gambling's legal everywhere. We seem to be in the state where nothing's legal. So uh, I I, I want to be interested in sports gambling, but I'm not allowed to sports gamble. Do I need to buy a vacation home just to gamble? Like, what do I do? I here? mean, obviously, <laughs> I think there's ways. I don't know them. I don't. But there's probably ways to bet here in Greenville, South Carolina what? on sporting events and stuff. But at the same time, I'm with you. I don't. I personally, if I'm going to bet sports, would not be betting for college football because that's one where I feel too confident in myself about it, mm. where I'm going to make some bold picks that are going to lose me money. Whereas, like, Put me on the NFL. We're making very vanilla, uh, vanilla uh, folder picks. You know, we're going down the line. (laughs) Give me chalk. So we got some other big games besides the obvious in-house rivalry between Clemson, Georgia. You got Bama, Florida. I know I'm talking a lot of ACC. Bama, Bama, Miami. But oh yeah, Bama, Miami. You got a few ranked. ACC teams, you got Clemson at three, Miami at 14, North Carolina sitting at 10, somebody else here or there, who cares? But you got Miami and Bama week one. And here's here's where I strengthen my Bama argument. Miami, not that good. They have a lot of older players. De'Aaron King's there coming off injury. He's going to be great. But the Miami fan base is treating if they lose by 10 or less – is a victory. Oh, they're they're hoping to cover. They said if we can cover, they will be happy with that. What's the line on that game? But, uh, one, number I got one versus 19 14. and a half. Number one versus 14. That's a 20 point spread. Are you kidding 330 me? 330 on ABC. But same time, dude, like that's right there to those, Zach, is what I'm, that is not a Bama thing. The 19 and a half is not a Bama thing. It is somewhat, but the same time, that's a Miami thing, Zach. That is the fact that like, Miami doesn't do anything. And, like, let's talk about last year when they played Clemson at home. Like, we're talking that Miami team supposed to go in there, compete. Bro, they got throttled. They had no answer. I mean, Clemson's literally handed Miami and so some the of probability, their worst And so, like, that's where I'm coming. I'm like, you know, Georgia-Bama, if we're talking Georgia-Bama in the SEC championship, can you give my boys a little more respect that they have a chance I they do have a chance. I understand if it's Miami that they don't maybe have a chance. We're Give just, my boys some respect. We're just banking on worst case scenario, Dan. Like if worst case scenario, you lose the Clemson, you go undefeated, you're gonna face Bama in the championship. That is absolutely <laughs> worst case Bama scenario. In the national championship at that point, right? I, I mean, if if you lose, if you have to face Bama, here's end of the day. I, for, I hate to steal from another show. Put it on the poll. If <laughs> if, if you could avoid Alabama, would oh, you? Yes, yes or no? <laughs> yes, that's an obvious yes. But like Zach, you're talking to a person who literally is accepted. If we if the dogs are ever to win a national championship or even make a playoff again, we have to beat Bama. And that's why I literally have said a thousand. I said last year, Zach, we could have gone a. One in eleven with one win at Bama. That's a victory of a season for Daniel because I'm the the horse the the, the horse is off. The I get that, but I feel like that would make you even more mad. Honestly. Oh, I'd be thrilled. Be, I would be. You, no, no, you, I'd be you, so pissed. You, you, but, you would be ultimately pissed because you were one play away from winning the national championship against Bama. 
with an undefeated team or one loss. I don't remember what the hell y'all had when you were there. One loss. But uh, you're saying you would be happier with a zero with 11 loss Georgia beating Bama the last that week? Was, I no, would be just, so Just pissed. last year. Just last year, though, Zach. Because then there's another year. I just... Good God, man. Can we beat... This I is, have This a, is the same premise as y'all. Exactly. I was just about to say there that. You, you took the word time out. I have the hindsight of being over the hill already exactly we were stuck bro we were we were the bona fide second best team in the country for like two years and we lost to bama on the grand stage they hit us with a trick play a fake punt and an onside touchdown and dabbo's sitting there holding his hat like i didn't account for any trick plays who'd have thought nick saban run a trick play oh yeah it's not less miles across the field (laughs) yeah but then you know, that, like, I'm going to say it, that Deshaun Watson, the second Deshaun Watson throws the ball to Hunter Renfro, that's the happiest moment happiest of moment my life. Thrilled, and but- then we do it again. So that's where some of this blind arrogance in Clemson comes from. But at the same time, I get it. You were one step away, and it is beating Alabama and winning a national See, championship. that's different, though, Zach. I'm also talking about the next year when Jalen Hurts came in coming off Tua's injury to beat us and go to the playoff. That's what I'm talking. What I'm talking about is it's not just like, oh, they beat us. They literally immaculate us every chance that we have to win. We are up by 20 points, and they come back on us. It's a mental half. thing, It's though. a mental thing. It's a mental Can thing. Can we get past that? The Georgia player, well, it, but, I mean, literally, you said, you were asking me as a Clemson fan, there's a term. ESPN analysts would literally say Clemsoning and laugh because we were the choke artist of college football. Exactly. I've been there, Dan. So, I've felt the lows. I've been in the valleys. I've been to the highs. I've been to the highs of highs. We've got to hope Trevor doesn't commit any obscene <laughs> acts so we can at least have someone to root for in the next level. So, so but you yeah. know what? Time out. Time out. I'm going to stop on Deshaun Watson. Oh. As a Clemson fan, love Deshaun, did everything for us. I think amidst the allegations, he's going to end up playing again. People are going to try to sweep this under the rug. Years are going to pass. This is going to follow him forever. I think Clemson fans, we just have to, you just got to put your foot down, and I'm going to take my stance. Officially unsupport Deshaun Watson. I don't know if it was obvious, but like, hey. I'm taking my stance. Like, you have to unsupport a guy like that. Like, and I'm going to extend it more than just football. You need to be a high character guy. I get it. You did great stuff for university. I don't even understand when I hear of like, women in abusive relationships with boyfriends. I don't understand when a man can lay his hand on a woman, uh, be abusive verbally or anything, let alone be a predator to 20 plus people, dude. Like, like I've been alive for 25 years and it's not very hard not to be a shitty person. So like Deshaun, you're a shitty person and renouncing any support of you as a Clemson faithful and alumnus. So I hate to do it, but Hey man, you've lost a fan. And you, it's not just me. It's a bunch of people. I was and, about to say, I don't think you're the only Clemson fan. And you've influenced fan. people a that lot worse said, than just losing fans. There's though. obviously, there's going to be Clemson fans out there that will, you know, keep supporting him. And I've talked to a few that definitely do not believe he's done it and things. But, you know. I don't care. I don't <sighs> yeah, care. I mean. You got to make the decision for yourself on that. And I'm with, I'm with you, Zach. It's, you know, even if whatever the law, the courts decide on it, what the league decides on it comes down to me you knew what you were doing you were taking advantage of the position you had and you were taking advantage of the fact these women felt they couldn't say no most likely and And let's just let's just compare it to some other guys let's stay here hot topic like 
the guy came to my head that I somewhat support nowadays and has had some controversial stuff, Michael Vick. People literally treat Michael Vick like he should not have been allowed to ever return to football again, and he was just doing some gangbanger, like hanging out outside in the wrong neighborhoods, dogfighting. I get it's more personal for you. You literally yeah. work in a vet's office. I yeah, don't I, think I think Michael Vick's a better person than Sean Watson. Well, and it's like yeah, personally, I think <laughs> hands well, down. <laughs> well, and the fact of it is, it comes down to the fact too. Like people weren't about Michael Vick coming back into the league. Michael Vick served his time to 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 literally time society over like, dog fighting. It wasn't it wasn't like suspension served his time to the league. He served time to society. So like like what Deshaun is walking around acting like you know he's still saying that it's not him. This he, dude is at minicamp in yeah, practice right now. So he's probably gonna end up paying off. He's gonna pay off twenty two to fifty women some money, and he's gonna act like he did his thing and never got charged criminally and we're gonna treat michael vick who was in jail for a year and a half for dog fighting like he's like going to hell man like i'm i'm sorry like check yourself at the door people like steelers fans steelers fans rooting for big ben i get it that i was a big kobe fan but like you can't for you can't glance over the kobe allegations cristiano ronaldo there's some real shitheads out there guys and just because they're good at a sport i mean the same thing applies to music like do you listen to a Michael Jackson song without thinking about Michael Jackson holding a kid over a balcony? No, I really don't. I, yeah, it's hard not to. <laughs> even if you jam, you can't ignore these obvious facts. So, I mean, hey, man, I ha- I don't hate it for you. You, you messed up, dude. You messed I mean, up, Deshaun. Deshaun <laughs> had made his decisions. And I do and think, it's just, it's I, but I do think you're right, Zach. I think when it comes down to it, the league will take care, you know, suspend him. He'll settle most likely most of the 22 cases out, you know, in civil court with the payments and whatnot. Um, And I do think he'll probably move teams and then maybe not this year, but next year you will see him playing football in the NFL without ever, you know. I mean, there's still rumors of him going to the, the Eagles or the Dolphins like this week. Yeah. You know, and it's just like. Which Brian Flores has dis- already distanced himself from those rumors, said that they want high character. You know, he didn't say it specifically to Sean Watson. He said, we want high character people in this organization and on this team, which you obviously knew based off the question being asked about Deshaun Watson that he was referencing Deshaun Watson's character. I get that, so. but what happens when his coach, you just sit there and say, the GM went over my head and they, they signed a all pro player and. We're now, I'm starting to Sean. It's over my head. I do like high character guys, but we're going to proceed and give my team the best chance to win because you know what? That's what's going to happen. And it well, might not be Miami, but it's going to be well, somewhere and that, else. And that's true. And like most likely a coach may have to choke that down that he has to play Deshaun because if the if the general manager or an owner brings Deshaun in out of that decision, they will make the decision that you're going to play him. Even if you're the head coach, like you're going to get told that Deshaun's going to play. So you're right. I mean, that's just how, but that's how this goes. And it's unfortunate that that's how this goes, but it is, it is the unfortunate truth of the NFL and that side of the NFL. Yeah, I know I stopped on it, but let's not give him too much more press, man. Uh, let's back uh, to the college football, man. I mean, college I mean, football, dude, college NFL football, preseason. I'm so excited! Like football's back. We are here. We haven't even like talked about it's episode ninety. Julius Peppers, shout out, Mr. Peppers. I used to have Mr. A, Peppers. I used to have a uh, a poster of Julius Peppers breaking through a cinder brick wall on my wall. You know, I was always it was the hypest thing ever. Always looking, I was like, shout out, Julius. That's pretty Peppers. great, honestly. But uh, you know, he was a dual sport. 
played basketball I and fo- he played basketball and football for the Tar Heels. There's oh, a couple well. uh, viral videos of Julius Peppers doing like a windmill in a game for the Tar Heels. He did like a he used to like do reverse dunks. Well, Julius- big old boy playing basketball, dude. Big old boy. So episode ninety, Julius Peppers, shout out the basketball it. player, the basketball player. If you didn't know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, college football starting. Zach, obviously, are you off Saturday morning is first question. Yes. Um, actually, this weekend is my brother's bachelor party. So I'm a Friday. I'm going to, that's when the festivity starts. We're going to try to take it easy Friday night and I get too drunk because you got, you got football Saturday, man. Got we got game day Saturday morning, man. I'm going to be up 8 a.m. Where is it? It's in Charlotte. It's in Charlotte. Yeah, in Charlotte. I'm going to be up at game 8 a.m. Game day at a neutral site? Doesn't oh, that defeat the, the purpose? Same, no, but at the same time, I'm going to be breathing those fumes. They're going to be talking Georgia. They're oh, gonna I They're going to be talking it. Tigers. They're going to be talking all of it. It's going to be so good, man. Lee Corso back on set. We had week zero already last week and so we got a little taste of game day but not the full game day experience i would yeah, say yeah i mean it wasn't the full and especially you got big games this week but wasn't game day supposed to like travel to college campuses but it not does we're at a, we're at a neutral hey, site i'm cool with the neutral site when it's your team you'd be really and they're gonna be back into the you know we'll get back they'll be back at the at the you know traveling to colleges in the next week or two like next week i would assume do you um, know uh who's calling the game is Herb Street gonna call the game. I assume it's gonna be Herb Street and uh, Fowler. Fowler. So, which Herb, is love it. Yeah, just love. We that. don't know who the guest picker is yet, do we? No, we do not. Is which Georgia is or Clemson intriguing. considered the home team? Do we know? I'm not sure. I think Georgia's the home team, but there and there was potential discussion at one point of playing orange and red jerseys. But I think that got no, shut no, down. No, 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 no. Just so, for the viewing experience, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh. Oh my God! Well, Zach, I mean, we—I think we've talked. We've talked Georgia. We've talked Clemson. Let's let's pick the game. What you thinking? You where are you? I'm, all right, Georgia. Georgia. No, I'm no, I'm just all right, Zach, obviously taking Clemson. I'm obviously taking the dogs. That's going to be one. We're both split taking down the over. Bit. Both taking an over, though, dude. If if you're able to gamble, take that freaking over. Those people are idiots. Um. Zach, let's pick a couple other games though. Oh lord! Like, cause I mean, the Bama, Bama, Miami. How you feeling on Bama, Miami? Man, I'm not gonna sit ABC. here. I'm not gonna sit here and yell at you Going to start crazy. the pod for 20 minutes about Bama and not being bold. Derek King, 35 year old Derek King. Dude, I would love to see a t- I would love to see Miami hang with Bama in the first half. I would love to see some turnovers. It's gonna take three turnovers from Bama and a perfect game for Miami. I just expect Bama to roll, dude. So, I really do. Give me Bama by yep, 14. Give me Bama. Taking the under. I like it, though. Mm-hmm. Give me Bama. How about a Thursday, Zach? Oh, we got a Thursday, a little interconference game. Tomorrow? Yes. Who? You get Ohio State going to Minnesota, PJ Fleck. They were trying to re-row the boat. The boat was not rowing last year. It sunk. What was the score? What was the record last oh, year? Oh, bro, I think they probably won like three games after like, going after like, going like eleven historic season, and then the next season just plummeted well, into the depths. You know what that tells me? Everyone from the great team went on and graduated, so we had young guys last year. So hopefully, there's some so, little experience. Number four, Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State's going to roll in Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, yeah, give me Ohio State. The Gophers, fourteen dog, fourteen point underdog. So. They, I think the Gophers could cover. Um, how about how about this a little ACC Week One matchup? Number ten North Carolina Virginia Tech. You like a hokey, <sighs> dude? I I 
if Sam Towell, Sam Howell is going to be touted as the number one quarterback in the country, I'm going to, I'm going to at least somewhat hope that a top five quarterback in the country can just beat a marginal ACC team. So come on, North Carolina, do something ACC, make me quit talking shit because I'm really am a huge supporter of your conference. And I really felt like it was just such a weak move to have to band together with the SC, the, the, the PAC 12 and the, the big 10, we got to band together. I'm like, no, oh no you don't. College you just, football Just is... get better across the board. How about that? We're it's strange. Like we're sitting here talking about games, but like college football does is in is, is in a strange place right now where like you said ACC, Big Ten, Big Pac twelve have made a, a alliance because you have Texas and OU moving into the SEC in twenty twenty five, which then leaves the Big Twelve to just sort of figure themselves out. And, like, most likely you're going to add in, like, Houston, another team in there, try to replace those two. But, like, bro, the Big 12 is going to be... It's going to disintegrate. It's going to disintegrate after a couple of years because, like, they're not going to be getting TV contract deals that are lucrative enough. Like, they're going to just... It's going to be tough for them. In the future, I predict, you just buy a subscription service to your college team. Oh, my gosh. Please give me the Georgia football. Just make me... Just charge app. me... Just charge <laughs> just me 50 bang. bucks for... Every Clemson game. I, mean, I will. I pay that every year. I pay more. You can give me a hundred bucks. I pay it. I'll pay face value. Pay face value. I love it. <laughs> I'll pay face value. Uh, Zach, Big Ten, Penn State, Wisconsin. You know the Badgers that literally do nothing every year. Yeah, didn't we already discuss they're never going to do anything? They're, they're going to do something though. Maybe they be with. How is Penn State, man? Because for a second there, they were like Penn State's going to win a natty. Where where are we now? Penn State. I mean, dude, I don't even know. They fell off the fa- last year. Famously, first game of the season, they lose to Indiana mm-hmm. Penix Jr. Jr. Penix. Jr. Junior. Little Penix. Uh and on a stunning last play. And then from there, Penn State just fell apart, man. And like, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you about Penn State. I actually think I'm gonna pick Wisconsin for this game because I don't know anything about Penn State. Oh no, sticking with a the theme from earlier in the show. Never forgive Penn State, so hope they lose. Mm. All right. <laughs> Uh, what other games we got? We got Indiana at Iowa, the Penix Jr. Penix. Love it, dude. I I think Indiana's a team you got to watch out for in the big in the Big Ten. I think they can make a little noise this year, possibly. Ranked how, Texas, in I was about to say, how about a ranked twenty-one Texas hosting ranked number twenty-three Louisiana Raging Canes? No longer Louisiana Lafayette. Got rid of that extra stuff. It's not needed. Lafayette. We're just Louisiana Raging Canes. So, uh, very, very hard twisting side note. Movie The Aristocats. Old-timey old film. Everybody wants to be a cat. Everybody, including myself. Um, so, it's a Disney film from perhaps the 60s or 70s. I don't know. Probably 70s. But, uh, there's a, it's about cats. Thomas O'Malley, Duchess. We know, we know that and their family. The two dogs in the movie. Yes. So, there's two dogs. They're basically, like hound dogs that look over a farm and they act like they're a, a cop and a deputy. The cop's name's Napoleon, mm-hmm. the leader. Napoleon and his uh, assistant's Lafayette. 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 Yeah, that's right. How Lafayette. Did you, how did you remember that? Because oh the way the way Lafayette rolls off the top. Lafayette. 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 <laughs> so Napoleon and Lafayette are uh, on guard when... When Edgar the uh, the, bu- the, butler the butler comes cruising, the cats. Dumps the, he du- dumps the cats from the sidecar on the motorcycle, 
and then cruises by, and somehow Lafayette ends up in the side. I was about to flash back Lafayette in the car. That's so fun, dude. Yeah, what a know. good movie. Yeah, Love that movie. That was a that was a that was a top one for me. Though. So are you taking the K Cajuns, right? With all Louis? that, I'm gonna have to. You got to, dude. I'm gonna be honest. I think Steve Sarkeesian starts out with an L in Texas. That's a tough game. I think it's a game. See, that's a game right there. This game where they're going to be sleeping on them. Nobody believes about these Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Nobody believes in them. You don't sleep on this team. They're going to come out. They beat Iowa State last year to open the season. They're going to beat Texas to open this season, I bet. I was workshopping so many drunk Sarkeesian jokes in my head. I'm just not going to say any <laughs> of them. We're just going to leave that alone. We will infer, we'll, we'll make the inference that there was one, but we're not going to hit it. I either. had four or five I was workshopping, and they were all way too mean. But so. that's adult restraint. Look at that. 25-year-old Zach restraining himself 25 years shows you something. How about that? Last year, I might have said those jokes. <laughs> Different. <laughs> San yeah. Jose State, another potential upset, Zach. Mm-hmm. Southern Cal hosts San Jose State. This is great that you brought up Texas and Southern Cal back-to-back for games. I don't care what happens there. Southern Cal, <laughs> Southern Cal should win. I'm not watching West Coast games. I think you. Southern Cal may get upset, too. Another side note. I brought this up to you pre-pod. Madden 22, the new Madden. I, I have the oh new Madden. Oh, my God. They just launched this College Legends throwback mode yesterday where they put 10 college teams and it's not like specific college teams. It's ten different universities and like their all-time teams of like players that made it to the NFL. Clemson's on there. Shout out. Uh, I I guess Alabama is. I don't know for sure. Alabama is. LSU. Um, some notables include Michigan State, Southern Cal, Texas. Um, you can play as Vince Young, Reggie Bush. Oregon's on there. Um, but uh, surprisingly, no Georgia. No Georgia, of course. I said this to Zach. I literally said this. This is what they do, man. People don't like us. People don't believe in us. People doubt us. People, the same premise, like literally this year, the start of this year, people were saying, some people calling for Florida to beat Georgia in the SEC East for the SEC East championship. And I'm like, who on earth is playing on Florida's team this year? Tell me other than Emory Jones, who is not a quarterback playing quarterback. Who is on that team? Nobody. Daniel, what was Georgia's last game? Wasn't it against Florida and y'all lost? No, we played beach. We won. We beat Cincinnati. Oh, the I just looked at I looked it up. I looked Get up. Get it. it now, up. that being said, we did lose to Florida last year, but that's because they had literally one of their best offenses they've ever had. Going back to Tim Tebow time. So, so Tebow. let's calm down because that entire <laughs> offense is gone. Kyle Pitts is no longer there. Y'all don't have crap, Florida. Get out of here. But Dan Mullen. But Dan Mullen is a Dan Mullen is a joke. That means where I your head coach wears Darth Vader costumes to his press conference. But the swamp, Daniel. <laughs> That's the second F bomb. I, I didn't even mean that. That was an accident just because of Florida. I hate him. I'm just gonna ah. yell everything I know about the Gators. The chomp, dude. The chomp, and every bit makes my heart cringe. What's their What's the name of their? Uh, who's it named after? Do they have a famous stadium name? Ben Griffin. Ah. The swamp. We're the back. Swamp. We're back in it. <laughs> the gator. Uh, Zach, how about this? Go, gators. Oh, no, you stop doing it. That's just the NCAA coming out in me. You got to stop. Don't make me do that. I'm like, dude, I don't know much more about the gators. Feel disgusting. Jordan I gotta, Brand. I got to go take a second 30 shower. minutes for the rest of our lives. Come on now. The floor, the roof is the ceiling. 
Wait, that's North Carolina. Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> Anyways, you mentioned LSU in there. LSU hosting or traveling to UCLA, Zach. UCLA coming off a week zero, probably one of the most intriguing results of week zero outside of Nebraska losing, which is just so, atypical. So how quickly things change. Chip Kelly's UCLA's coach, right? Yep. So we're now touting Chip Kelly as back. And Ogeron's, one win. On the hot, and Ogeron's on the hot seat? We're not sure about Ogeron. He's got to do something. To, dude, if they are bad again this year like they were last year, Ogeron's going to be fighting for a job. So really can we year. just confirm but, but yeah. the 20... Is it the 2019 LSU team that won? Yes. Is the most paid under the table team of all time? Can I we mean, confirm that? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Pre-NIL, is that the most any school has ever blatantly they had, paid players? They had a lot of seniors on 22 that team. 22 players got drafted. They had a I'm lot of sure. seniors on that team too, bud. 22 players got drafted. I'm pretty sure that Jameis Florida State team, 21 players got drafted. That's what I was saying. You know, there's, some th- there's just occasional times when you look at a team and you go, yeah, they like, probably bro, broke Like, bro, I get it. Rules. Clemson was good when we had Deshaun, but, like, it was literally Deshaun Watson and Hunter Renfro tearing Bama a new butthole with a great defense. Like, that was about it. Like, you had Mike Williams hurt. It, but it wasn't like DeAndre Hopkins was out there. Jordan Leggett's done nothing in the NFL. Yeah. So I'm just like, I mean, really, you had Deshaun Watson to beat Bama for us. But LSU, didn't like five of their well, wide receivers go to the NFL? I think <laughs> another thing that people are, that sort of can slip the mind now that we're two years removed from that time, that was a Joe Brady-ran offense, mm-hmm. man. And Joe Brady... I, I don't know how great he's going to be in the NFL, but like Joe Brady showed just like with that is that man can scheme up some offense to he's make people Panthers. wide open. He's at the Panthers offensive and, coordinator. And right? the Panthers were pretty good. Sammy D. Not Sam Darnold. Sammy man. D. So that's one that's intriguing. I think LSU is a team that may lose a, U, a UCLA. And I think they could be looking at another tough season that may put, uh, maybe not fire Ogeron after this year, but hot seat for sure. Just feels like, I mean, it's just like you fired Les Miles because he kept winning 10 and 11 games, and that's unacceptable, you know? So, like, Ed ain't going to have a long leash. Like, he, he he may. I guess he won a national championship, but, like, bro, that wasn't – if you if you're in the front office of LSU, you know that that wasn't Ed Ogeron purely that won that national champion. That was a coordinator fact. Like Dave Miranda is no longer there. Their defensive coordinator that helped win that national championship. Yeah. Like that entire team, the same premise as Florida. Entire team is gone, guys. It's very different all of a sudden. It's and, not the same thing. And where people try to put Ogeron on the hot seat, I will compare Ogeron to Sweeney, where I think you have the perfect face of LSU. You got a guy. No one can understand outside the state. <laughs> so at least he can do great recruiting in state. He uh, He's a big, tough guy. Football, football, football. He's like 260 at least, 300-pound stout guy. Looks Acts like a frat boy still. Perfect coach for LSU. Wins him a title. Now let's compare him to Dabo. Dabo, your clean-cut white guy at your super conservative Clemson, South Carolina school. But what do these guys do? Hire coordinators, get them in the position to win, Get good players, good facilities, win the title. I think Ogeron's fine. You just need to find your next Joe Brady. 
And the thing is with Bama, we're talking like we don't know what Bama's going to put out next because all the turnover of their, their coordinators. What's the constant? The head coach. head coach. It doesn't matter who the coordinator is. You rinse and repeat the system. Where Saban may have a different advantage because he has a straight-up system, you have seen it change. You saw Bama go from never throwing the ball and strictly pro offense to spread. And that's how they've continued to win. They've run the spread under Saban. So he's letting his coordinators do the work. Clemson, same thing. Dabo doesn't have an offense. Dabo's offense is whoever the hell we have a coordinator. Maybe multiple people at one time. We ran co-coordinators for a while. And it's that's the thing. I think Odron's fine. I just think you need to reload. I do think it was wild how that LSU team came out of nowhere to be the best team of the century, essentially. So Well, it's like you said, coordinator, man. They brought in Joe Brady, and that man just completely changed that offense into something completely different from what it was. But NIL, so, NIL, all the all the other schools are back, right? The U is back. I mean, the idea, but at the same time, man, like NIL is going to fix it to a minuscule amount because, like, in reality, like, you know what gets people going to Bama all the time? It's not just the paychecks. It's the fact that they go, hey, guess what? We had 22 players taken in the draft the past two years total. So, like, if I want to be in the draft and get drafted, I'm well, probably going to go play at Bama. Not even that. If I'm an 18-year-old and I'm the best wide receiver in the country, Bama just lost their whole receiving core, I can go, go to Bama, Bama, get the best coaching, and start. Yeah. And only have to play for two years, and I get drafted as a redshirt. Who cares? So, mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. LSU, they have a test, man. I think UCLA is going to be a pretty good team this year. Zach, uh, I think it's Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Don't uh, ask me. Transfer from Michigan last mm. year. He was a freshman last year from Michigan. Transferred into UCLA. Six carries. Three touchdowns. <laughs> over 100 yards. The man went to work on Hawaii. I, I mean, apparently only six times. But uh, you said transfer, and it made me remember what I was trying to bring up earlier, but I completely forgot. We were talking about Clemson's quarterback. <clears throat> we were talking about Georgia's quarterback situation. You know what we haven't talked about? The sister school stuck in between us. The Gamecocks. The Cocks. Did you see who their quarterback is? I did not see, because I do know that their star, their their young guy, Dowdy, I think it is, Got injured, correct? They have a guy who last year was a grad assistant coach at another school, has transferred in and is now playing quarterback for them. Is that allowed? Is that... He's got his eligibility, I guess. I guess, okay. He was coaching last year, and he is now Carolina's quarterback. What? How does Clemson get five five-star guys to the point where we have three guys transfer to other programs every year, and you have a coach from another school playing quarterback at South Carolina. But that's what I'm saying is that's why I say the NIL stuff is it really going that? to help. I mean, this is the first, first three months of it. Of it yeah, so, sure. you know, well, but, and I think something you got to watch too is if you look around already in college football, you're seeing some of these players who are more notable names and more notable positions one like I obviously a George fan. I go to JT Daniels as an example, but there's been multiple. D, uh, I know uh, uh, Derek King at Miami has done this as well. They're making promises. You know, D, JT Daniels said that everybody on the on the on his team is going to get some percentage off of his NIL signings, and Derek King's already said that he's going to, you know, give some money to his offensive line, just like in the NFL where you have Tom Brady and professional quarterback giving their own money to their offensive line and presence their offensive line be like, bro, 
please block for me. <laughs> so, and that's enough. And I think that's something you're going to have to watch around. Cause like, if you go to certain schools where like, if in say South Carolina, a player gets an NIL deal and he's not willing to share, does that then make other players go, well, why would I go there? They don't really care about each other. It seems. And so I think that's something that can play against and play for you and play against you to watch up for as well. Like NIL definitely going to change it. Like you said, though, we're only in the first few months. So, but I hate to see it for South Carolina to see the, you know, their Dowdy go down like that. That's unfortunate because man, like he was in the system. He, he'd been in there all off season with Shane in the new system. So like he'd gotten a feel for it. Now you like two weeks, a few weeks before the season starts, you got to bust in the new guy and get him warmed up. And so, like, it's sort of tough. I feel bad for the Carolina fans having to deal with that. Can't say I feel bad for Carolina fans. <laughs> Cannot say that. I have. Yep. Don't feel bad. Don't Another feel bad. team you don't feel bad for. A little Sunday night game, Zach. Seven thirty ABC. Florida State. Notre Dame. I don't. I don't feel bad for either of those teams. So this is a great opportunity. Dan, give me your top five teams you don't feel bad for ever. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll give you a little bit of time. Top five teams you never feel bad for. So obviously, you think of some main teams, like it, regardless of sport, no one ever feels bad for the Yankees. No one ever feels bad for the Dodgers. No one ever feels bad for the Lakers. Like, I mean, maybe. I don't know. But Dan... <laughs> What if you had to do five? Give me Are your, we any sports team across the board. Across you don't, the board. you don't have to keep it that specific. Across the board, number five. Number five, the New York Yankees. God, I hate the Yankees. I don't know what you just pressed, but uh, the cheering button. Okay, great. Okay, number five, the Yankees. Would you care to elaborate? Uh, it really just comes down to fuck the Yankees. Everybody doesn't <laughs> like the Yankees really overall, and. As a fan of, as a mild baseball fan, more of a Braves fan than a baseball fan, mm-hmm. I can just get behind the hating of one major team overall. Well, it, it, here's one easy way for anyone in America to hate the Yankees. Just imagine all of the money up north in one centralized location in a salary capless league, and they just have an advantage because they have more money than you. Can we... Put a slash Dodgers, <laughs> slash Dodgers. Honorable mention slash Dodgers because they're 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 the Yankees West. Exactly, so. <laughs> it's Yankees on the West. Side. All right, so number five, the Yankees. Number four, number four, the Philadelphia 76ers. You're gonna have to tell me about this one. I thought you were gonna say the Phillies. So, oh God, no, man. Slash Phillies, slash Phillies. I guess really most Philadelphia teams, but no, the Sixers, man, they're. Fans are just annoying. They're f- the, the process. Oh my god, I hate the process. They still going to walk around touting the process like it worked. So ben is, Simmons is terrible. Like I just have no time. For so it. is the process complete or still in progress when we trade Ben Simmons? The, the process is burned to a crisp when Ben Simmons is traded, even so, with Joel there. So I imagine it like an old school like computer, like you're downloading a program and there's a hundred percent fill bar, and it's like. The process, and it gets to like 80%, and then it's like back down to 30, and then it's like up to 95 when Ben Simmons and Embiid are playing well in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then they lose because Ben Simmons can't hit a free throw. We're back down to 1% loading, like, you know? That's exactly how it is. It's it's the old Dell computer, too. It has the dial tone on. All right, so number three, the 76ers. Number four, Number four, 76 Number three. Number three, the Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> 
technically a Georgia pick there. Those god-awful, <laughs> gaudy orange, obnoxious people, that stupid song. Oh my god, I hate that song. Scotty loves that song. Rocky Top? Loves Rocky Top because Fish does a cover of it, and he loves to play it. And so he'll play it when he's around me because he likes it. And I'm like, Scotty, you're not a Georgia fan for that. Stop it. We yeah. don't like that. Do the preconceived notions not mess you up? Like, like for instance, Clemson fan, we play Florida State. I'm also a Braves fan. Florida State does the chop. I grew up hating the chop. Go to Braves games, the chop is a beloved thing. The, oh, oh it's great. And I couldn't do it as a Braves fan. I feel fan you, man. Like, don't, I grew up holding my middle finger up as an eight-year-old. Don't hurt <laughs> yourself. Flicking off Dude. Florida State fans. But the thing is, I'm like, I don't care how great somebody plays Rocky Top. Well, I will not hurt myself and listen to it because I, I hate it. I think Florida State and like Tennessee are similar equivalents, but... Florida State is exponentially scarier than Tennessee ever has been. So, and another thing about Tennessee, you hear like shades of green, like there's a bad shade of green, like that's baby shit green. They have like baby shit orange. Like Clemson's got a real orange. Tennessee's got like a, uh, eh, it's a, not a very appealing orange. Just saying. It's more of a peach. <laughs> it's gross, man. It is gaudy as all get out. Number three, Tennessee. Number three, Tennessee. Number two, for I mean, me, would have to be the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> Never feel bad for Nick Saban, the godfather. I mean, it really just comes down to, God bless, can we beat them? Can we freaking beat them? They will move down the list if we beat them. I'll tell you that now. We've we've talked about this extensively. Yeah, Number we, one. We get it. Number one. We've also talked about this extensively. God, do I hate those freaking Florida Gators. I hate them so much. All right, so we've discovered this wasn't just five teams you don't feel bad for. These are just five nemesis of the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, these are teams I just absolutely <laughs> despise. And, like, the Sixers were slightly born off this year in the playoffs against the Hawks. The Yankees we, we talked about. But, like, overall, I just hate other football teams. Honorable mentions. Dan got the list. Here are my honorable mentions. Never feel bad for Southern Cal. Never feel bad for Ohio State. Never feel bad for Texas. I just low key pull See, for Texas. Stop it right now! I, I want to hear. Any I want of it. Texas to be back. <laughs> never. Uh, um. Who else? Do I never. Charlie. Never feel bad back. for the Boston Celtics. <laughs> never feel bad for the Patriots. Don't feel bad for the Heat. Honestly, never feel bad for the Steelers. Um. Anybody else we're missing here? Uh. I don't feel bad for the Bucks anymore either. Never feel bad for the LA Galaxy. Never feel bad for any of the major soccer clubs, whether it be Munich. Whether it be PSG, with don't Messi. ever feel bad for Chelsea. No sympathies. Never feel bad for Barca or the other. No matter what's going on in your country, I don't feel bad for your soccer teams. Who else do I not feel bad for? Um, don't feel bad for Paul Feinbaum ever. Uh, <laughs> don't feel bad for Jesse Palmer. Uh, Dan, you might. Joey well, Galloway. I'd never feel you bad might for well you. I can't pod. stand Joey Galloway. <laughs> We're gonna say everybody. Uh, don't feel bad for um, uh, uh, any other podcast either. Well, I'll tell you, one guy you can feel bad for before we get out of here. Feel bad for Cam Newton, man. Released by the Pats. <laughs> Mac Jones era, starting in the Patriots organization. Tua versus Mac Jones, week one. Are you ready, Zach? Guess what, Daniel? I saw Cam Newton's post and that stupid font he uses. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, a very moody sports show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.